0: Yeah, well, welcome, everybody. Uh, Meeting at one of our campuses, one of our eight campuses around the Twin Cities today. Uh, Just so glad you made it to church. Whether you are at our Lionel Lakes campus, White Bear Lake, Spring Lake Park, Woodbury, Blaine, Anoka, Wyzetta, or our brand-new campus just starting last weekend, Lakeville, want to welcome all of you. Last weekend at Lakeville, there were 1,227 people who came to that service. Right out of the gate, it's a large church, and yeah, we're celebrating that. With all of you today in Lakeville, glad that you're here with us today. And those of you who are watching and joining us online as a part of our congregation, always glad to have you with us. And happy Easter, everybody. We do begin a new series next weekend called Hey God. Fantastic series, especially for those of you who have questions about faith and God and what this thing is all about, but also for those of us who have followed Christ for a long time. Just a reminder, God, are you real? Is there only one way to heaven? Is the Bible true? Can it be trusted? So don't miss next weekend, it's gonna be really, really fantastic, but today, today we celebrate the biggest event the world has ever known, not the Masters Golf Tournament, (laughs) not Virginia winning the NCAA a couple weekends ago, which was awesome, but today we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ because Jesus rose from the dead. Those of us who attach our faith to him will also one day rise from the dead. I am telling you the only reason I'm here today, the only reason, and why three billion Christians around the world are worshiping Jesus today as Savior and Lord is because a dead man rose from the grave. And here's why this is so important. The Bible says just as Christ was raised from the dead, we too, that means all of us, who are here at one of our campuses watching online, we too may actually live a new life in him. This means two things, by the way. First, that when we die, and by the way, we all will. One day, we will all die. We can begin our eternal life in heaven because Jesus paid for our sins and overcame death. But it means, second, that we can have a new life right now. Just as Christ was raised, we too may live, present tense, a new life right now. Because here's what I know about every person here, including me. There is a gap between the life we have and the life we could have. And we all know this about ourselves, by the way. There is a gap between the life we have presently and the life we could have. There might be financial gaps, fitness gaps, gaps in our parenting skills. But for a lot of us, I think the biggest gaps that most of us experience are in our relationships. A few years ago, my wife and I had a full day of travel with an early morning flight out of Tampa, Florida. Long layover in Atlanta, finally arriving home about nine that night, way past my bedtime. We were coming home from my niece's wedding on Laurie's side of the family, which is a major sacrifice by any measure. Both of us were exhausted, and I don't know why, but I am at my worst on both ends of a trip. Before we leave, on the the way back home, I'm just at my worst. My impatience kinda spikes, and it takes everything in me not to sin. Before a trip, right after a trip, and I knew I knew I was inconsiderate. I knew I was unloving, but I got off that plane, impatient, and I tried to hurry my wife along by racing through the airport, and this is kinda of typical of me, dodging in and out of people well ahead of my poor wife who was trying to keep up in her little red flats. I did glance back now and then to make sure she was back there, out of love, and to her credit, she never mentioned it. Never told me how rude and uncaring I was until a week later. It all spilled out in a restaurant in front of our two kids and their spouses when I tried to defend myself and interrupt her story that she retold with amazing detail. She did this and shot me a look that said, don't you interrupt me, you bald little man. (laughs) I've seen that look a 100 times before. And every time I see it, I know I still have a few gaps between the life I have and the one I wish I had. Don't raise any hands, but anybody here have a gap between the life you have and the one you wish you had? God says you can live a new life. It can start today, in fact, one of my favorite Easter verses is this, the Spirit of God, this is so good, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you if you're a believer in him. The same Spirit, the same amount of power it took to raise Jesus out of the grave wasn't just for Jesus that same power can live inside of you. What it means, gang, is you don't have to just celebrate Easter. You can experience Easter because the same power is available to us. Now watch this next line. This is so good. And just as God raised Jesus from the dead, he will, not if, not maybe, he will give life to your mortal, it means the dead areas in our life, God wants to give life to the dead spots in our life, our bodies, by this same Spirit who lives in you. Gang, what this means is that you don't have to live a dead or defeated life. Jesus' resurrection gives you the power to close the gaps between the life you have and the life you could have, how many of us think to ourselves, you know, this isn't what my life is supposed to be. I know there's more, but somehow I've missed it, I've kind of messed it up, so here's what happens. You try to change it. You try to fill the gaps with all sorts of different experiences, things, relationships, you name it, but you always end up with this massive gap between where you are and where you wanna be, and the truth is, you know, we can all look pretty good on the outside, but on the inside, there's often some real deadness there. Some real disappointment, regrets and anxiety and fear that nothing we've tried can fix those issues. But I'm telling you, because of Easter, because of what happened on this day, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is available to us and can raise and restore every one of us. Now, the reason these gaps exist is because of what the Bible calls sin. And once again, we all have it, including me. We all commit sin, which causes most of our gaps. A couple of years ago, I drove into town to grab a Reuben sandwich. which I almost never do this, but There's a half mile stretch on Buffalo Avenue in White Bear that over the years, I've driven this stretch easily 20,000 times. I've driven it so often that when I'm on it, I don't even think about what I'm doing. But on that day, I was halfway through my Reuben. When I shot down Buffalo like I always do and within seconds, a cop lit up his lights and pulled me over. I had never seen a cop there in 27 years. Couldn't believe it. I was so guilty that I just, I just grabbed my license and registration before he even got to my window, stuck him out the window, waiting for him to come up to my car. And I said, man, you're in a good spot. I never saw you. He smiled and said, well, how's your record? I said, well, I think it's okay. I wasn't sure if the last one had cleared yet. He <laughs> took my license. He took my license, and on his way back to his car, he kind of yelled at me, 44 and a 30, and I thought, yep, I am toast. He went back, did what he had to do, but the guy came back, and this is what he said. I'll never forget it. He said, because you were so honest, (gasps) because you were so honest, I'm going to give you a reduced ticket, $60, and it won't go on your record, because I was so honest. Are you kidding me? I'm not proud of this. And I, by the way, I have so much respect for our law enforcement. They're all around here today. It's the most secure place in the world. So grateful for our law enforcement. But I've gone 44 and that 30, 20,000 times, easily. <laughs> not proud of that. My fine should be $60 million, not $60. And that's just for violations on Buffalo. I mean, <laughs> Add to that, add to that, the countless number of impure thoughts I've had in my life, hurtful words, outbursts of anger, tens of thousands of sins that constantly put gaps in my life. The problem with sin is Isaiah 59, your sins, Bob, have separated you from God. There is this gap between me and God because of my sins, between you and God because of your sins. My sins not only put gaps in my relationships in life, but it separates us from God. And by the way, there is nothing you and I can do to bridge that gap. Our debt of sin is so enormous. No amount of good works will ever bridge that gap. The good news today, gang, is that Jesus did the perfect Son of God bridged the gap between us and God when he died for our sins, paid for them in full, that whoever receives that free gift is forgiven forever. Jesus did it. Now I wanna show you something today I've never thought of before, and I wanna give some credit to Pastor Chris Hodges from Church of Highlands in Birmingham, Alabama, just a great guy and a good friend. Chris asked this question, he said, why three days? You know, why did God ordain Jesus to be crucified on Friday, lay dead through Saturday, and then rise on Sunday? Why not just die and rise on the same day, get it all over with? Well, each day teaches us something about our own lives. And so, for example, Friday, Friday was the day of pain. The Bible teaches that Jesus was fully God and fully man when he was here on earth. He was fully God, so he performed miracles, healed the sick, walked on water, but he was fully man to experience all the pain and suffering that we do. Isaiah says it this way, he was a man of sorrows. He was familiar with suffering. God became flesh, and part of it, was to experience all of the pain that we do, suffer a brutal death, defeat that death with the same power that's available to us to get us through our pain. Because what I know about many of you today is you're going through some sort of pain right now. It might be physical, but oftentimes it's emotional pain or relational pain and Jesus experienced all of it. He was a man of sorrows and suffering. He was despised and rejected. Anybody feel rejected today? That's where some of you are. You're feeling pain because you're suffering from something. You feel despised and rejection and I want to know question I want to ask is where do you go with that? Well, I'm here to tell you, you have a Savior who understands and experienced your pain. You have a Savior who was rejected by all his family members. He was abandoned by his friends, beaten within inches of his life, and then hung naked on a cross to die for something he didn't do. That was Friday. And some of you are in the Friday of life and you're in pain. A few weeks ago, I spoke on how difficult life is for many of our college students these days, and how the moral climate on our nation's universities are actually destroying students, I believe, with a secular worldview that absolutely rejects God and attacks their faith, if students have a faith. Kids go in fairly innocent these days and often come out four years later with a damaged soul and a badly shaken faith. Well, I get a stream of emails from parents and students thanking me for finally showing a light on this issue, and I just want to read a few lines from a sophomore girl who attends University of Wisconsin-Madison. This could be any university in our nation because it's pretty much the same. But she wrote these words. Dear Pastor Bob, my high school career consisted of me preparing myself for college and med school. I prepared myself for that day my entire life. Then I got to UW Madison, and well, it sucked. I cried every single day. That's not an exaggeration, she says. I cried on the walk walks home from class. I cried myself to sleep at night. I cried to God. It felt like my heart had been ripped out of my chest. I don't party and I don't drink, so it's hard for me to make friends. I kept wondering when the tears would stop when God would take away the pain. I've gotten stronger, but I still cry a lot. But I'm trying to remember to thank God for a good day instead of begging him to just let me fall asleep because I can't stand being awake and feeling the pain of loneliness anymore. If you ever wonder what a godless, faithless culture does to a tender 18-year-old girl, there it is. She's going through Friday. For about four years, because your season of pain might not be just for one day, it might be for four years or an entire decade. And I can tell you, every single one of us will go through seasons of pain. And the pathway to freedom is not to pretend it doesn't exist, because it does. The pathway to freedom is to walk through that pain, and this is so important. And then relocate it, relocate it, transfer it to the care of God. The Bible says it this way, cast all your cares, not just a few of them. Cast all of your cares, all of your pain on him. Why can we do that? Because he cares for you. God knows you cares about your life, taking your pain and giving it to him every day through prayer until you finally begin to feel his healing and his strength. It's not to avoid the pain. It's to relocate it every single day. God, take this until you're free. But Friday is the day of pain. Saturday is the day of confusion. You know, on the day Jesus died, the next day, The disciples weren't sitting around on Saturday saying, well, one more day and it's gonna be Easter. No, their hopes were crushed. They were in a fog of doubt and confusion. And by the way, that's where some of you are. Saturday is when your heart has been broken and you don't know what to do. It's when you apply for admission, but all you get are rejection letters. Or when you finally get accepted You're so lonely, all you do is cry. Saturday is when a young couple only sees the negative symbol after every pregnancy test. Or when it finally happens, only to miscarry. And you're crushed beyond words. It's another job interview with no callback another relationship with no proposal, another biopsy with no improvement. It's when there's an irregularity in our granddaughter's heartbeat, her name is Maisie, and all we can do is wait, because it's Saturday. Anybody here feel like it's Saturday? Where you're in a fog and you don't have the answers? You know, Saturday is when you're stuck between the two days and what you want more than anything else is an answer. You want to know why. God, why? What reason, what purpose could there be for this pain, this loss, this denial, this death? And then right after that, you wanna know when. When will this change? Can I tell you, on this side of heaven you often won't know why. And what I wanna ask every one of you is will you trust God anyway? You may never know why, but will you trust the one who does? And honestly, and I say this with, with as much tenderness as I can, sometimes you're in a season of why because you're not quite ready for when. Not quite ready for that Promotion, not quite ready for a serious relationship. You know, maybe God wants you to do some work in your own life. Maybe He wants you to grow in your wisdom, deepen your faith, overcome a destructive habit, and God knows this about you. This is so true. Sometimes what God wants to do in you while you're waiting is more important than what God wants to do for you. You know, some. Some of you think that if, if you could just get into college or just make the team or find your dream job or if our kids could have all those things, then all your whys would be solved. You know, some think, if I could just get married, then I'd be happy. Really? <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen some marriages? <laughs> Pastor Rick Warren says, there's two things you need to know about women. And nobody knows what they are. It's true. Even women don't know what they are. And I'm not trying to be, you know, unfair. They've done some studies on this between the difference between a man's brain and a woman's brain. Here's here's an example of what a woman's brain might look like. Just all kinds of stuff going on. Here's a man's brain. You know, just, (laughs) just give me the remote and I'm good. Just having fun, okay? Some people think if we could just have kids, then we'd be happy. <laughs> kids are great until they're not. I got, a text, I got a text just recently from one of my friends said, I had to get a new car because the son-in-law wrecked my Jeep. I texted back. I said, well, that's what sons-in-law do. They marry our daughters and then they wreck our cars. I mean, kids are great until they're not. Some of you are familiar with this video. We just had to show it to you. watch. Whose idea was this? Did you think this was a good idea? Who got the paint out? Brother did? Are you going to clean it up? Who's going to clean it up? You guys are going to be in a timeout. You know that, right? Yep. So that's, that's fun and cute for one day. <laughs> but when it's every day for 10 years. It gets old. Again, I want to be sensitive. Some of you are trying, and, and it's just been one disappointment after another. And I have so much empathy for you. I pray that God's miracle will happen in your life. But kids aren't going to solve your whys. The right person is not going to solve your whys. The right job, house, school, team, or car will not solve all your whys. There's nothing nothing you can acquire. There's nothing you can achieve. There's no perfect person who can solve your most desperate Saturday. And that's why there's Sunday. If Friday is the day of pain and Saturday is the day of confusion, Sunday is the day of power. And I think one of the reasons God allows us to go through Saturdays is to get us to see that we need him. I need him every day. And we can't do it on our own. Some of you have tried. You've tried to get through Saturday all on your own. And you can't do it. But if you come to a place where you can finally say, God, I don't know why and I don't know when, but I'm gonna trust you anyway. I'm telling you, that's when miracles can happen. Paul wrote these words so good. I I want to know Jesus. Not just talk about him, not just think about him. I want to know him and experience his power. Not just think about it, talk. I want to experience the same power that raised him from the dead. When you can finally say, I don't know why, and I don't know when, but Jesus, I want to know you. And I want to experience the same power that raised you from the dead. I'm telling you, that's when dead things come alive and not a moment before. Do you know him? Are you trusting him with your life? You might be in the pain of Friday, or the confusion of Saturday, and you don't know why, but some of you are one sunrise away. From experiencing God's power, I'm telling you that will turn your life around. And where it starts is by knowing and trusting Jesus Christ as your Savior. Jesus said, I am the resurrection, I am the life. He who believes in me will live, even though they die, that whoever believe, lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? This is where it starts. It starts with a belief in him. I have one goal today, and that is to get you to believe that you don't have to stay in Friday or Saturday, that whatever's dead or dying, God has the power to raise. It might not be right away. Maybe there's some things you gotta do first, like finally go to counseling. Like finally apologize like finally stop overspending or check into treatment or make prayer and church a number one priority in life, there are reasons sometimes for the pain that we're going through. And sometimes there's something that you need to do that God is waiting for you to do before his miracle slips in. Gang, put your faith in Jesus if you haven't. Not because you're gonna die tomorrow but because you need his power today. And I could give you a thousand reasons to put your belief in Jesus today if you haven't, but there's nothing like hearing the stories of those who were going through Friday, going through Saturday, their hope was gone, but then they met Christ and he raised them from their pain and confusion and gave them new life. Watch AJ and Rachel's story, and I'll come up and close in just a bit. Some of you are in Friday. And there's pain and you wonder why. Others of you are in a Saturday season of life and you wonder when? When will we get through this? And there's a gap between the life you have and the life you wish you could have. And what you heard today is that there is a savior There is a power available to you to begin to close those gaps. We'll never close them perfectly because of sin. But with Jesus Christ, you can begin to close those gaps and become new. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead can live inside of you. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. I am the life. Whoever believes in me will live. Life to the full abundant life, and I pray that if you haven't put your trust in him today, that this will be your day, and so all of you received a card coming in. I'd like to, if you would, just try to find that. It's probably under your seat or under the neighbor's seat or in your purse or whatever, but try to get a hold of that if you would. Just one more thing, and then we'll close up with a quick prayer. If you can get a hold of that, all campuses as well. There's a card here, a peel-off card. It says, save this card for later in the service. Well, that's now. If you'd peel that off, I'd like to have you take a look at that. And there are some servers who, if you don't have a card, will give you one. And if you have, need a pencil or pen, try to grab a pencil or pen. I want to walk you through this real quickly. And uh, if you would just indulge us for a second. All of us fall into one of these four categories, every single one of us. And the first category is A, and some of you will be checking A. I'm already following Jesus, and today was a day of celebration for you, and um, you'd never turn back, would you? I mean, he is your Lord and Savior, and it's the best decision you ever made. The second category is B, and some of you will be marking B. Um, And this is probably the most important one. But B is I want to begin following Jesus today. This will be the most important decision in your life. If you want to make that decision today, I'm going to lead you in a prayer in just a second. But you can put your name down there and email. If you put your email address there, we can send you a 12-week New Believers Study Guide just to help you get started in what we're talking about today. C, some of you will check C. I'd like to consider following Christ, but I I need a little bit more information. And and that's great. We're so glad you're here. Um, Making a decision like this often requires a process of finding out and discovering and fact-finding. Fact and so this next series that we're, we're gonna start, hey, God, is perfect for you. Come on back, but maybe some of you are in C. And then finally, some of you might be in the D category. I'm just not interested. Don't buy it. And you know what, that's totally okay. So glad you're here. And you know, my prayer is that someday, you know, God will kind of break through and uh, put you in a different category. What I'd like to do at this point, if you just check one of those boxes, and then as you leave, our campuses, just drop it in the little basket bins that are available as you go. But Let me just pray for you as we we go, because all of us have gaps, don't we? And uh, we need the power of God in our lives. So, Father, thank you so much for your love for each one of us. God, thank you for forgiveness. Jesus, I need your forgiveness every single day. Thank you for loving me anyway as your son, not because I'm a good guy, not because I do good things, but because I've put my trust in you, the good Savior. Lord, I pray for everyone here who has gaps, and we all do, and I pray, Lord, that you'll give each of us the courage and wisdom to start to close those gaps by putting our trust in you. But if you're here today and you have checked B, I want to pray a specific prayer for you, and you can follow me. I encourage you to follow me in this prayer, not out loud, just quietly where you are. God knows your heart. But this is your day, and this is your prayer. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins to you right now. Thank you that you love me. Thank you that you've pursued me. Thank you that you died on a cross to pay for my sins and then rose again. So right now, right here, Lord Jesus, please forgive me, clean me, put a new spirit in my heart. God, restore what's been broken, heal what's painful. God, give me a new life today, I pray. In Jesus' name, I become a Christian right now, right here. I pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Once again, it's been great to be with all of you. Happy Easter, everyone. Have a fantastic, fantastic day. God bless.